This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Victorian College of the Arts, Secondary School. Hi, this is Ava reporting for VCA Secondary School at Joy 94.9, Australia's first and only gay and lesbian radio station. I'm here interviewing Dean Beck. Hello. How are you? Nice to meet you too. Yeah, you too. I'm Ava. I thought we would uh, record this and we could podcast it for you. Oh, that'd be great. That'd All be right. Awesome. So, have you signed in over here? Yep, I have. Yeah. And we'll get uh, Jason to do a little intro for you. For oh, all that. that's lovely. Thank you so much. That's all right. So, have you had a tour of here before? Have no, been here? never been here before. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, let me give you the guided tour. Awesome. We've got. Three main studios here. Mm-hmm. Studio two, we do our news um, and current affairs programs. Right. Studios one and three are the main studios that go to air. Yep. You can see the green light on studio three, which means it's currently in action. This is our volunteer area where all of the programs are put together. We have um, 300 plus volunteers wow. each week that each week. Wow. put it together, including a dedicated news team. Now, this is the hub of where it all happens mm-hmm. goes to the roof by microwave dish it goes from here to the Melbourne Central Tower mm-hmm. and then it's broadcast 16 kilometer radius around Melbourne right. awesome. so um, it's called a limited metro license I think that mm-hmm. we've got yeah. which means uh, you can't get it out like in the country yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's right but in here is also where uh, it gets compressed to go online and to stream through the apps and yeah. also on our website yeah awesome more volunteer computer pods, preparing podcasts and doing the shows. Um, I'll take you around the corner here. Jason, say hello to Ava. Hi, Ava. How are you going? Good. Am I supposed to be projecting here? Hello, Ava. <laughs> hello, Dean Beck. Jason will help you with the little intro later. We'll script that and whip that up. Uh, this is our music library here behind wow. you. This is being turned into digital. It's a big project. Right. So then after that, do you just get rid of all of these CDs? You can ask our music director that question in just a minute. (laughs) Chris, this is Ava who's coming to interview me, but um, she wanted to ask you, uh, Chris is our music director, what was the question you wanted to ask Chris? After you turn all the music into digital copies, do you just chuck all the CDs out? (laughs) <laughs> so we actually, for any new music, we rarely actually receive it via CD. So it's yeah, all coming yeah. electronically. Yeah. So that we're not, we yeah. don't have to destroy it because it's yeah. just a digital copy yeah. and then it's just being transferred from one medium to another. Okay. So from basically from my PC across to the actual playout system for the for the studios. Awesome. Okay. And what about all of those CDs, though? Are you still going <laughs> to keep <library>. them? <laughs> the old historical archive library, eventually we will probably um, yeah. send them off to a good home, raffle yeah. them off, gold yeah, yeah. coin donations, oh, something good. something like that. So, yeah. Anyway, we can make a buck. Yeah. <laughs> so this is sort of where the staff are situated. Sales team, production, accounts over here. This is Declan. Say hello to Declan. Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> he looks after sorts of things, um, mainly sales. Yeah. And also sort of partnership arrangements and stuff. Cool. 
Over here is our training area. We offer, offer a training course for people who want to learn about radio yeah. and be a part of JOY. And so it's an eight-week eight course that we do from here. And we're in the middle of sort of renovating, so it's mm. a bit of a mess. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> is the course open to anyone? Or Yes, it is. There are also some scholarships available for mm. certain categories. Um, we try and be as inclusive as we can, but it means we're also a little underrepresented in certain areas, like yeah. um, perhaps the intersex area or um, bisexual yeah. uh, people. So uh, for us to truly be the voice of uh, LGBTIQ communities, we need to try and get a, a bit of a balance where yeah, we can. That's good. Yeah. I like that. So how about we throw ourselves into a studio and mm. then you can interview me. Awesome. Sounds great. Okay, Dean, can you define your job for me? Wow. Okay. Uh, it's a number of things that I do here at Joy. Most of them are in a voluntary capacity. I present sh three shows a week. I do a show called Hide and Seek, which was the program that I began on Joy with seven something years ago. And it's your show for exploring sex, sexuality and self. Mm -hmm. I do a program called The Informer, which is a news and current affairs program every night from 6.30 till 7, but I do the Wednesday night edition. Mm -hmm. And I also do a program called Word for Word, which is uh, Joy's only long-form interview program. It's about an hour long of non-stop talk. Wow. And that program is networked around Australia on the Community Radio Network. And for those other stations that pick it up, yep. it's their one hour a week of queer content. Awesome. That's great. And in those jobs, what do they entail? Like, are you on air most of the time and talking a lot and my shows are talk based or yeah. interview based so I don't do much music hide yeah. and seek has a bit of music just to break things up but yeah. ma mainly my shows are all talk fests yeah. um, but it involves doing investigative work um, yeah, right. finding out stories leads uh, following up on things and uh, also trying to find new angles on things as well yeah that's great and have you always worked in the media um, no, 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 no. I, yeah. I came to Joy uh, just over seven years ago. Prior to that, uh, my formal training is in uh, fine arts. I have a um, Bachelor of Arts majoring in fashion and textile design oh, at RMIT. Right. That's cool. And that uh, somehow morphed into a career actually in marketing. Mm -hmm. um, I was uh, had my own business for a few years and then I went into uh, marketing for the largest adult uh, company in the country. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Do you personally benefit from this job? Like, is it rewarding for you in a way? Do you like, you, you mentioned volunteer work, so. Yeah, look, it's not financially rewarding yeah. as a volunteer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but absolutely. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I think uh, the work that I do here is valued. I yeah. think it has value. Uh, I think it's undervalued, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I get tremendous rewards from uh, just being able to tell our stories and mm -hmm. to give voice to those who uh, whose issues need covering um, yeah. and to basically kick some butt when need to as well. I mean, yeah. there are times where we come become very complacent as a community and I think we've learnt to accept second best all too often. Mm. Yeah, that's cool. And touching on that... Um what do you find most challenging about your job? On a day-to-day -day basis, I guess uh, there's the constant grind of getting new content. Yes, um, okay. You know, yeah. um, making sure that you've got a, a story that someone 
else hasn't just done, that uh, you're not stepping on any toes, that mm-hmm. um, it's and, – and even if you have, that you've got a completely different angle on it or a different approach to – connecting to the issue from what we've already covered it's fine to do another interview with uh, on a certain subject but you want to find a different angle to 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 make it interesting and worthwhile yeah other than that uh it's relentless i mean in in the three shows a week for seven years i think i've had a week off in that whole time right um so it's how heavy is the content and workload is it a lot of Stress. Well, I've managed to get myself into a bit of a system now That's where good. it's sort of uh, a bit able to be managed, I guess. But uh, if you take your eye off the ball for a couple of weeks and you start getting a, mount, uh, a mountain of uh, podcasting that has to be caught up on and that sort of stuff, it can become really overwhelming. So yeah. uh, it's a case of doing it constantly and keeping in the rhythm mm-hmm. and uh, then, it's, then it's smooth sailing. Yeah. Mm. And did anything specifically inspire you to work in the media or volunteer? Yeah, yeah? it certainly did. Um, I was, like I said, I was marketing manager for yeah. Australia's largest adult company. And it was interesting to be in an environment where sexuality was celebrated so much. Mm. Um, and I was frustrated with the lack of conversation that our community was having. I was frustrated with the Victorian AIDS Council and the lack of conversation they were having regarding driving community conversation and connection to community. Mm -hmm. And I was sick and tired of hearing gay men apologise for their sexuality. Yeah. And it was pissing me off. Mm. So I thought, right, I'll find out how I can get into radio and do my own sex show and celebrate sexuality for because for me, mm. it's something that should be celebrated. And uh, and from that empowered position, then we make better choices. And so that's the original motivation for me getting into, into radio. Yeah. No, that's great. That's mm. a really good personal one. And on a more technology note, you've had to learn how to use all of this equipment. And with the rise of te- like technology in the media, has that affected how you go about your job? or um... It's... A great question. Mm. Um, technology has been tremendous for us here at Joy in a number of ways. As I said to you earlier, we, we can only broadcast on the FM frequency yeah. a 16-kilometre radius around uh, Melbourne Central Tower. And that's very limiting for us as mm. far as an audience is concerned. And yet we've got thousands and thousands of listeners from all over the world, actually. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we occasionally we'll get a, an SMS or a text from someone that just... It's in the middle of Dubai or uh, Qatar or Moscow or whatever. And they're listening. So technology has enabled us to get our product out there. Yes. Um, As far as podcasting is concerned, Joy was a really early adopter of podcasting in its early days. I don't know particularly why, but we were. So everyone's been trained in, myself included, in how to podcast ever since. And so we now have the largest library of community radio audio captured and podcast in the country. So that's a great asset for Joy, but it's also a huge archival library of our history. Yeah. And there's a, a, you know, a fair amount of responsibility associated with keeping that and yeah. maintaining that. As you can see here in the studio, we now have a digital playout system and we're converting our music library into digital. Yeah. Um, this system was installed, but it took us two and a half years 
to get it fully functional and then everyone trained on it. Yeah. So it sort of kind of sat here for two and a half years while we were still using the old system. Now everyone's trained on it. Works a treat. We love it. And uh, so we're, yeah, getting up to scratch on a few things. But we're still working with analog desks and those sorts oh, yeah? of things. This yeah. is still an analog system because uh, we're not part of a digital bandwidth. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And... You mentioned before an eight-week training program. Did you undergo that same training? Yeah, I did. I was actually in the first ever intake of that course. Yeah. So the timing was great. I was looking for something to do in the media space, and then I saw this course that Joy was offering. I went, right, that's it. And it was the first time Joy had done it. And so in those early days, it was kind of cool in that we were allowed to to do whatever we liked from about 1am till 5am every night. So I would come in here, drag friends in here um, in the middle of the night and interview them and make all of the mistakes that I needed to make (laughs) so that I got proficient with what I needed to do. So that was back then. These days we team up with um, programs. So if someone does a training course and they'd like a particular show or interested in presenting a music program or a current affairs program, we team them up with uh, those uh, those presenters and they can watch and, and contribute. Awesome. Mm. Do you have any favourite memories or experiences in in your job? Oh, there's been so many. Um, a highlight? Highlights include the AIDS 2014 conference, uh, which was huge for this station. Mm. And th- that was a whole six months of programming that we did uh, as part of that. Also, uh, a series that I did on the ex-gay reparative therapy and ideology associated with um, making homosexuality wrong within the church. That's um, yeah. a tremendous uh, opportunity. Uh, getting to follow Bishop Gene Robinson around for seven days when he was here in this country and, and just archiving his words and wisdom. And also the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras broadcasts. I've done the last yeah. two and it's been oh, wow. a tremendous privilege. That's awesome. You mentioned before your job is, well, it has personal aspects that, you know, has inspired you to do this. And do you strive to achieve anything in particular through your job, like connecting to people and having a voice? I like to challenge myself mm. um, creatively. I'm a, I'm a my fashion design yeah. background, you know, illustrates That's a great. sort of creativity. And everything that I approach with uh, my radio work, I do uh, from a creative perspective. Yeah. I do like to change it up. I do like to do it kind of all myself. I'm, I guess I'm a control freak. But I like mm. the different elements of putting it all together and making a program sound good. And that is everything from the program imagery, that the sound of a show, right through to the final presentation. Um, I have a producer who helps me with uh, my long-form interview program, Word for Word. Mm-hmm. Uh, but otherwise, I am responsible for everything else that I put to air. Um, I'm also accountable for everything that I put to air too. Um, For someone who likes to challenge community and challenge leadership and challenge politicians, you've got to know your media law and things like that. You've got to know your boundaries so you're knowing what you can work within. Yeah, Yeah. and so everything you do and produce isn't tampered with at all. It's all of your... Yeah, no, I'm responsible for it from go to woe and and accountable for it. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. right. Awesome. Um, what skill assists you most in your job? Listening. Great. Yeah. It's so important with interviews to be yeah. able to actually hear the response to a question yeah. and allow that to elicit the next question, I think. 
Mm. Was your role hard to get into or as you said it was you were the first lot to get in but you just heard about it? And- well, when I did the training course we were told uh, you know it's great that you're doing the course but you if you think you're going to get a show um, you've got another thing coming. There's pretty much yeah. no chance you're going to be able to get yep. on, on air and I thought that's not very positive. Um, but uh, after the end of my training I put together a proposal and in that proposal, I had two new sponsors that had never been with the station before, which I think helped get it across the line. But um, though that show, Hide and Seek, being a sex show, needed, I thought, to have a uh, few different rules around it. Mm. Um, I applied for an exemption from Joy's language policy because I truly believe that a program about sex and sexuality needed to use language that connected to the yeah. listener and made sense and built an audience. Um, which meant that would mean the use of language that was appropriate to the show but would be breaching Joy's language policy. So a proposal with two sponsors and a language exemption was eventually granted and Hide and Seek is the result. And that program, Hide and Seek, still on air, now has uh, five, a team of five that put it together. Yeah. And it is uh, still our number one most listened to program on the station. Wow, so, yeah. good job. <laughs> and how does your role differ from those around you? What makes yours uh, special? I, I'm the only person here that uh, contract does contract work with Joy, volunteers for Joy, and I, until recently was a staff member as well uh, in a casual role, but yeah. um, writing grant submissions and things. So uh, there are others that have done sort of those at times, but... I was the only one that had done all three concurrently. I guess it's uh, different in that I do little bits and pieces that are paid, but they're sort Mm. of in a project-by-project scenario. Most of my daily stuff is certainly not. It's volunteer-based here. And what does an average day in the life of studio work look like? Well, usually a late start because I'm not good in the mornings. Um, I usually schedule up my interviews for afternoons. And... Uh, it means getting into the station and just preparing for the interview, doing some more research, just finalising what I might want, maybe some audio grabs that I might want to interdisperse mm-hmm. with the the uh, interview, and then um, welcoming the guest, making sure that they're comfortable. Quick overview of where we might go with the interview. I don't like to give my questions to uh, – or I don't have questions that I give. Right, I do okay. my research. So you don't plan any, like me, you No, I know where I want to go, yeah. and I, I, I know what I want to cover – but I don't want to miss those opportunities that are elicited by the by listening. Yeah, that's right? really interesting. So I'll know that, you know, if it's a book interview, they'll want to plug at the end and, and yeah. it's my job to give the plug because we don't want to breach our licensing agreement. So I will do, the, do it the right way uh, and they'll get their plug. But it's – I don't like my questions or my programs to be too formulaic. And, yeah. um, and so, yeah. I, I no longer write questions or give questions. No, that's fine. That's mm. awesome. Finally, do you have any advice for someone who wanted to take the same career approach or... Yeah, work out how to make uh, decent money from a Go yeah. commercial. <laughs> um, look, community radio gives you a tremendous um, scope to do whatever you want. Yeah. It's hard work, uh, but you can truly do absolutely anything and everything that you want by connecting to community radio. And it's been a tremendous launch pad for many, many people. I mean, my co-host in the early days of Hide and Seek, uh, James Findlay, uh, went on to become Joy's program director and only just recently has left to uh, produce Triple J's sex show. Oh, 
So um, he's, uh, you know, Gone taken on. off and, and yep. done exactly what he was aiming to do. And many, many have. Uh, I'm still stuck here, but, uh, you know, one day somebody might snap me up, up and pay me a fortune to replace um, uh, Neil Mitchell or John <laughs> Fane or someone. I don't know. No, yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's all. It's um, been an honour. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Awesome. Victorian College of the Arts Secondary School. Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.